systems are offline. Like, hey man, I caught your show last week, man. You was dope, bro. Let me drop some knowledge on you, partner. No. Because I don't trust that you studied. I, 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 I like some of you with Brett Riley. We're, we're, we're honesty. honesty is the best policy. On Dash Talk. Welcome to I Like Some of You, or I Like Some of You, with Brett Riley on Dash Radio Dash Talk X. I'm your host, Brett Riley. The show's called I Like Some of You. Um, not in a negative way, but in an honest way. On I Like Some of You with Brett Riley, honesty is the best policy. Uh, it can be, I like some of you, or mm, I like some of you. Uh, either way, it's going to be accurate, it's going to be honest, and that's what this show's all about. The theme for today is, man, the world is poorly constructed to a creative. Creatives have always looked, will always look at the world in a way that, man, I would totally change this. I would, I would change that. How did we not see that coming? Um, but it, creative, basically what I, the reason I bring this up and took this note is I'm tired of creatives doubting themselves. The smartest of us always doubt themselves and the dummies are just so confident <laughs> and that's just so unnatural and wrong. Uh, also what I'm realizing is progress always pisses off people that are already done with the race when it comes to wealth and well-being and as long as they're good, they really are kind of against progress for anybody else. I don't know why this is. This shouldn't be a thing anymore <clears throat> um, in 2020. I, I just, <clears throat> we're, I mean, what we're going through right now, also an update. Obviously, we're all on lockdown in L.A. Uh, the pandemic is real. COVID-19 is not a joke. Uh, Idris Elba has it. Tom Hanks has it. Um, it's real. Several professional athletes have it. Have it. Yeah. I, you know what? And, and, and oh, I'm, wait. I'm just, just going to interject here. Yeah. I, I'm glad that you. Uh, I'm glad that you're not going on the ships, bro. Oh my dude. That was such, that was such a clutch. Clutch. Call. Clutch. Was, yeah. Clutch call. Riley Dynasty. Riley Dynasty. Um. I wish I could feel good about being right. That's what this whole thing has shown me. But I don't feel good about being right. I made this call on March 1st. I made the call on March 1st. Yo, I'm going to suspend my working relationship with going out and doing cruises because my instincts were just going nuts, man. My instincts were like, do not do this for some reason. And my wife's a nurse and she wouldn't chime in. She wouldn't give me any help. She was like, I'm not going to decide whether or not you work. And I was like, yo, you're a nurse. She was like, yeah, but I don't understand. I don't, nobody knows what this thing is. And um, that's another thing that bothers me so much about, I mean, the media has blood on their hands, to, to, in my opinion. The government definitely has blood on their, why, why, their why hands. Do you, why do you say that? Because, the, dude, this is... Um, the way that they did it, you know what I mean? The fact that the president called it a hoax and the fact that all the Republicans are still and Fox News is still pushing a propaganda that this was overhyped. Well, maybe not now. I don't I don't know. I I've seriously had to stop watching the news about three days ago because it just got so upsetting. 
Like when you see that all the beaches are full in Clearwater, Florida, Daytona. Uh, my buddy said when he was down in San Diego, all the beaches were full and all this stuff. But they are still full down south and in Texas and in areas of the country where they believe Fox News and the Republicans and stuff, they've downplayed it. So it's super dangerous. And all these millennials that are patting themselves on the back going, uh, you know, I, I'm an American. I'll go out if I want to. Uh, no, that's that's totally irresponsible. The reason that the reason that we have to close, you know, and they're pushing all these people pushing these these theories like, oh, oh, they can take away our sports and they can make everybody go inside just like that, and all of a sudden they turn America into into the Soviet Union. No, dude, this is to this is so our moms and dads don't die, dude. This is so grandma doesn't die. Yeah. And the newest thing that I read um last night was we probably already had this. Um like healthy people probably already had this back in January and February. Mm. Uh I and now that I think about it, uh I think it hit my household already because I took the, I remember taking the kids to get tested um, at the uh, walk-in clinic for flu and they both came back negative. And my wife and I both had it too back earlier in the year, like close to in December, January, February. I can't remember. I've just been trying to remember this time, but there was this respiratory thing that just wouldn't go away. Like it was just constantly like a, it was like a, you couldn't get the cough to go away, uh, but it wasn't too intrusive, but it was still there. Right. Uh, and now they're saying, uh, I read the article that I read was that, uh, that, that, that actually could have been what's going on right now. <coughs> so, um, yeah. <clears throat> and that, that to me is a big thing. I mean, it, yeah, for sure. I, you know, when, whenever we talk about like, Mental health stuff. We always try to give resources, right? Just to be responsible. Yeah, of on course. The show. Yeah, and, and so just to put it out there, uh, I want to put some facts on yeah, absolutely. the coronavirus, how it spreads. Uh, there's currently there, there's no vaccine, obviously, yeah, no to vaccine, prevent the uh, coronavirus disease. Best way to prevent illness is to avoid being exposed to the virus. Um, virus is thought to be spread mainly from person to person. Uh, and take steps to protect yourself. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Yeah. As I just scratch my nose. Everybody touches their face. You just got to make sure to wash your hands a lot. And also, social distancing. People don't understand. They're not. We have to step up as Americans. If you're a young person listening to this. Grow up. We have to. This is our grow up moment. Our grandparents, the people that came before us, they got drafted into wars. They were made to, they had to go overseas and fight. We are asked to sit on our ass and Netflix and chill. Okay? We got this. Okay? But if you're going out and you're pretending like this isn't a real thing, you're an asshole to your grandma. Just put it out there. You are. That's who you're being an a-hole to. Your grandma. And people with compromised immune systems. We have to stand together. To, to, we, we have to look out for the, 
the the more vulnerable of 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 our species. Okay, of uh, as a human, you have to look out for people that are more vulnerable than you. Yeah, you have a great immune system. Cool. Are you going? Are you going to just ride through this? Yes. Um, has people's work been affected? Yes. We're starting to realize there's things more important. The the whole world is coming face to face with the stark reality that that there is stuff more important than your personal economy or all of our economies or just money in general. That's not number one. Money doesn't mean anything if our hospitals are completely overflowed. By the way, the reason we have to do this social distancing is America doesn't have public health. Mm. This is a stark reality. America does not have a public health system. There's two beds for every five Americans. The hospitals will be overrun, probably are overrun right now. I can't t- I can't talk about my wife, but I can't because my wife is a nurse and there's things that she can't share. But I will say there's doctors that have it already. There's nurses that have it already. Our people on the front lines that are our medical people are in the line of fire right now. They're and, the true heroes. Yeah, and we need to think about them. So if all you have to do to be a hero is catch up on episodes that you've missed on Netflix, do it. Okay? Get really good at your video games. Start a Twitch stream. Mm. I got to get mine started back up, but I can't. I always lose my game, though, when people are watching. <laughs> like, I'm dominant. I will bust your ass in Madden or 2K. <laughs> But as soon as that camera comes on, for some reason, that's the only games I lose, which is why I've not done my Twitch stream. Nice. Uh, for me, social distancing. Let's let's bring it right back to the. Let's bring it right back to the. This isn't comedic. It's kind of in a funny way, but I totally mean everything that's coming out of my mouth. For me, social distancing starts when a person says they are proud to be a part of the GOP and a Trump supporter. You aren't fiscally conservative, fella. You just want the world around you to look like a family photo. <laughs> what? Maybe we can stop bullshitting that it's acceptable to play nice with racist, criminals, sociopaths, and generally psychotic people. I like the people I like, and I'll practice social distancing with the rest. A person's politics and faith are directly correlated with their attitudes towards fairness and their commitment to the betterment of, hum- of the human experience. Also... If you're an end of times religious believer, that's your choice, but you don't get to be in any position that decides the future for others. Just putting it out there. Also, this is a stark reality that is proving we absolutely live in a, we are witnessing why capital capitalism is not sustainable. And yes, our system is capital capitalism. The very rich are very few, and they watch from a distance as the rest of us in the population eat each other. Mm. As a society, we can change course. This virus is a wake-up call to how privileged our existence as Americans has gotten, but it's showing us we can't escape our responsibility as citizens to stand up for the greater good. I mean, we have the dumbest dude ever to walk the earth as president right now. And uh, we don't have to have stuff like that happen in the future if we could get everybody off their ass and vote. I'm nervous, man. I know what they're going to do. All the Republican senators are trying to halt the primaries. This is the beginning of what they're about to do. They're about to try and cancel the election and keep this orange Muppet 
in 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 place without an election. Yeah, now I'm not. I wish I was kidding, but they're oh, going man. to. You think as a result of this whole the 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 global climate, you think that? Yeah, they can't stop politicize. They they can't stop politicizing everything, and they try it, but they flip it. That's why it's all propaganda. It's all been propaganda. That's what pisses me off. This is that's what makes me so mad about our current society is the propaganda works. And instead of everybody going, yo, let's let's just put it, let's just let's just be smart. And uh, the people that believe in us will believe in us. No, instead, it's gone the total opposite way where everybody's recruiting the most vulnerable and the dumbest. Like Trump is in the position that he is, is because he recruited the dumbest people in our society to back him. Look at his rallies, man. Mm. This is, these are not like, and I don't care if this offends anybody. I don't, I really uh, dude. My show is called, I like some of you. Yeah. And, and, and if you're dumb enough to think that a dude that lies every time he speaks, why can't somebody throw a shoe at him? That dude in Iraq threw a shoe at Bush. Why can't somebody just throw a shoe, a shoe at this orange piece of shit every time he talks? <laughs> like, seriously, he should have like four Nikes upside his dome every time he opens his fucking mouth. Anyway, sorry for that was an unnecessary <laughs> cursing. Anyway, also. <clears throat> this is the most important thing for this week. If you're really struggling at home right now with your kids during this pandemic because you're stuck inside with your kids and they're driving you crazy because they're little assholes, just know that's your fault. You made them assholes because you're an asshole. So during this time, let's try and get to actually know your children and make some changes. Do you, dipshit? I, I saw you post that. I'm sick of people being like, man, my kids are assholes. Well, now you know what their teachers deal with. Now you know what everybody that you shovel your kids off onto is dealing with. Because your kids are, if your kid's an asshole, it is because of you. Serious. You're a parent. I'm a dad. My little people, do they drive me nuts? Yeah, because they're kids and they treat me like a human jungle gym. But they're not assholes. They're sweet as shit. And they're smart and they're kind and they play well with others. Not right now because we're social distancing. <laughs> right. But brother and sister are living it up right now. They think this is like the best vacation ever. And I'm like, this is not cool, guys. We're going to be together for like eight weeks. Mm. And we're just in the start of it. But what you can do is you can listen to I Like Some of You with Brett Riley. On Dash Radio. Also, Q, we're gonna get this popping on like YouTube, the podcasts. How are we doing that? Yeah, we're uh, you'll you'll be able to hear this on Anchor FM, Anchor FM on, on Spotify, on and, Spotify, and multiple platforms. Okay, you're gonna hear it first on on Dash, on Dash, Dash Talk X. Dash is the spot. Yep, but you know, in, in a couple weeks after this broadcast, a couple weeks after this yep. broadcast, we're gonna have everything. We're gonna let it breathe. Well, yeah, to where you guys can listen at your leisure. But the truth is, Wednesdays, 5 p.m. Pacific, got to listen to I Like Some of You to know what's po I mean, because there's no, honesty is the best policy on this show. We're going to talk about it. Uh, I watched them play marbles yesterday on ESPN because there's no sports to report. And that messed me up <laughs> pretty hard. 
Not that it didn't mess me up a couple weeks prior right. to the coronavirus becoming everything that it is. Uh, cornhole, competitive cornhole. I saw that. Yeah. Like, yo, cornhole. is it? how is this on ESPN? Dude, they, they, I thought that was definitely going to be on the Ocho. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> ESPN Ocho. Yeah. Dodgeball. Uh, <laughs> dodgeball. 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 Uh, they just don't. Man, this whole thing has been messing with me. Like, it's really unsettling how many people I've been in conversations with since the virus surfaced, be it friends, strangers, that have expressed, oh, well, it happens, or that's just a thing. It was eventually going to happen. When I bring up how the homeless, elderly, and the poor are going to die from this virus. Not to mention how many folks that have let me know that how, how, how prepared they are to blow somebody's brains out with their gun if, you know, I'm like, dude, being indifferent <laughs> when it comes to like other people's lives is not a, it's not a point of strength. It's, it's pure weakness. Like <laughs> the only strong people in life are the people that care for others, make people feel good. Those, those that make themselves vulnerable to the pain of actually caring for others. All of this should be obvious. But uh, because of the current situation, it is an unavoidable truth that people are going to have to face. And hopefully the world will be better off after. Man, I just don't. It's just unsettling to me how cavalier people talk about this stuff. Like if it doesn't affect them immediately. Well, I mean, yeah, hell yeah, dude. It's going to kill homeless people. I mean, but I, I mean, you kind of got to figure, like, I mean, that was going to happen. Like, I mean, eventually. Eventually, someone's going to come along and wipe out like millions of homeless people. Right. You know? you know, you had to just figure that. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? You're okay with, like, okay, little Adolf, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand how many, like, people don't even realize how cavalier they talk about stuff. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, shit, yeah, probably. I mean, millions of people are going to die, but, like, percentage-wise, like, uh, heart attacks and uh, obesity and, uh, and they'll name off all this, sh like, they'll give you data points, like, did you know smoking kills? You're a fucking asshole, dude. Who cares? Like, everything that kills people, we, yeah, let's try to, let's try to keep, let's try to keep the death down, chief. That's, what do you, what is your point? Everybody, but that's the thing is everybody wants to rattle off data because Americans are really litigious. Humans are really litigious. They have to have data so they had so they can debate it in their brain and they can debate it with their peers. Mm. They want to be able to be like, well, you know, <clears throat> my new favorite character. I can't stop doing this character. Uh, I come from a family of doctors, and my 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 my, my dad and my uncle both uh, they both believe that this is definitely overhyped. It's kind of a it's 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 it's, it's, it's being politicized, and also the media is hyping it up, and which is dangerous because it's causing panic. But I I come from a family of doctors, so you want to meet me for a beer down at Bennigan's? Like, shut up, fuckhead. We're supposed to stay inside. I don't give a shit if you have a family of doctors. You fucking work in a cubicle, Gus. Shut the fuck. Yeah, well, you didn't follow in the family's footsteps, all right? And you're in a bar trying to tell me you understand fucking pandemics, which you don't. Shut just, the fuck just up. Just because you you got a family of doctors. Well, make, I'm from a family of doctors. Doesn't make you smart. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make you smart if you're a doctor. 
Yeah, that's true too. That's true too. Like I don't give a shit. You could be a doctor. You can be a CEO of a country. I told. I mean, sorry, CEO of a company. I did. What killed me is I did four shows. It really tripped me out. I closed the improv. Next day, the improv closed. I go and do all the. I did. I got. I did like a run of all the clubs this last week, and they all shut down. And I was afterwards, and I was like, um, okay. It freaked me out. But what I noticed in these last shows, everybody knew that clubs were closing. You know what I mean? It started with uh, the comedy store closed. First, they were going to just close their largest room. But then they closed all their rooms. Mm. Improv followed suit. Um, Anyway, but I did. Okay, so, but what I noticed in these last couple days before people really took this serious and before the government was like, yo, guys. Shut shut it down. These dude, rich dudes would come up to me after rich people would come up to me after the show and be like, "Man, you were you, man, you were funnier than hell." Oh, and I'll go to give them the chicken wing, the elbow bump, and they're like, "You shake my goddamn hand." No, what? Absolutely not. What you think because you have a little bit of money, you aren't d- dirty like every like? It's not about dirty. Like dipshit, like, and also, fuck no, I'm not shaking your. You, you're, you're talking to a grown man. You're gonna tell me I'm shaking your hand. So wait, let me get this I straight. Had to, so I had to chuck a dude. I had to chuck a dude that thought that he was just gonna hug me because he wanted to. Wow. I was like, get. I was like, yo, boop, boop, boop. There we go. There, there, there come the, there come the chuckers. You aren't. No, you aren't up on me. So he, he, he took offense because. Yeah, people you try and shake. take offense. Oh, you won't shake my hand. Uh, uh, okay. It's not my fault. You're a yeah. fucking idiot, and you don't know how pandemics work. Like we're not supposed to freaking. Sh- not supposed to. No, you don't. We're giving elbows. We're giving- we came in the studio. <clears throat> we gave elbows. We give elbows. You wash your hands. Try not to touch your face. Oh my god. Kevin wiped down everything. Dude, watching our government, the fucking president is to have us. To have an announcement that you're supposed to stay in groups of less than 10 and these dipshits have 17 to 20 people on stage up there packed in like it's a fucking clown car and the dipshit won't stop touching people. But I don't give a shit if he and Mike Pence say they came back negative. There's no way they're negative. They're carriers. But they've always been carriers. Those are two virulent little pieces of shit right there. Those are human viruses. Yeah. He touched, he's every single appearance that sack of shit has had. He's touched every single person that's on that stage. Ugh. Also, can't be a better argument for everybody to have health care. Now, I will say this. Bernie might be having a trouble, trouble though, because they're going to ride on the fact that we can we actually do a revolution and change a system during 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 an epic breakdown in all the systems right and that's going to work against him but i yeah. I, got, I got some breaking news i'm sorry to, to okay. cut you off all right breaking news okay brooklyn nets four players test positive for coronavirus yeah I, I, including <clears throat> uh Kyrie Flat Flat Earth Irving. Uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has the coronavirus? Yeah. Here's what we're going to find out. There's no no testing. The only people that are getting tested are wealthy people because it costs $3,000 a test. 
Yeah. Mm. There's no testing. There's no data on this. So we're finding what what they're what they're gonna find out when this all plays out that we've had it here for a while. But the healthy are literally just carriers. You'll be asymptomatic. You won't think anything's wrong with you. You might have a slight cough, a little bit of sniffle on your nose, but it's not. You're not even remotely even taken out like you would be a cold. You just got a sniffle in the nose, a little bit of a slight cough, but that's what this is. This is a respiratory. This attacks the respiratory system of people that don't have the immune system to fight it off. Right. So what we're going to find out is that all of these healthy people and a lot of us healthy people have had it and we've been carrying it and it's been spreading. So what we have to do is social distance. Mm. You're sp- we just have to stay home. It's the only way to flattening the curve. We have to do it. It's not some made up propaganda. You have to flatten the curve, meaning we have the only way to contain the virus is for us all to participate in not participating. Like you're not like I get it. We have to bear down and buckle down and do it. But yes, there's incredible socioeconomic issues on this. Poor people, people can't afford they, dude. Everybody's realizing now mm-hmm. that's what they're reporting today. The, I read, I, I saw that on two different shows before I left the house. They're realizing now that it's no bullshit. Most citizens don't have $400 in case of an emergency. They're realizing that. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. A lot of people live from moment to moment. Also, But here, here's, that's another thing with the hoarding and the, dude, it's gross. It's really gross. Like, I, I'm a... Say it. Nothing. I, I, I'm a, I'm an active pacifist, but I'm not really a pacifist when, 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 when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the actual nitty gritty of it. No, I'm not a pacifist. I will bust your ass, but I practice trying to be a pacifist. So therefore that's why I sent my wife to do the grocery shopping because I knew if I saw some little fat troll looking lady taking toilet paper from an old woman that I would definitely trip her. You know what I mean? If I, <laughs> I'm serious, dude. I watched this viral video that made me so what? angry. This video made me so angry. It was this little fat troll piece of shit lady that had a, already had a cart full of toilet paper. Right. And there was one more package on the shelf and a little old lady had grabbed it already. And the woman literally came and tried to rip it out of her oh, hands. Oh, and the old lady slapped her. Yeah. I yeah. saw that. And then... Three other people had to had to cl- had to get jump in, so the old lady got to walk away with one package of toilet paper. I was like, dude, I can't be out on this stuff. I can't do it. I will lose. I, I'm very. I, another thing I'm realizing, I'm very spoiled. I'm really really nervous right now for my wife because my wife is a nurse. She's on the front lines, bro. And I don't <laughs> like this. There's part of me that 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 struggles with uh, my responsibility as a man. Have I put my, have I put my family in harm's way? You know what I mean? By my ambitions of us being in one of the most crowded places population wise to pursue my dreams and my aspirations. Mm. I kind of feel like I've put them in harm's way. I will admit that's how much I think about stuff. No, nobody can anticipate. Of course. This pandemic, of course so. you can't anticipate a pandemic. I'm just right. saying. Uh, so <clears throat> to that, and I'll just address that. 
Never feel guilty about having aspirations. Yeah. True. All right. I like that. You really did walk me off the ledge there, kid. Thank, you're, you're welcome, it. man. Love you, bro. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, love you, love you too. That was that was harder for me than it should have been. Um, uh, okay, awkward. Anyway, uh, my wife is on the front lines. Though, yeah, she is, and she's starting to realize. I think the I don't know what what the term is, but the virus is more potent because of exposure to our nurses and our doctors. Really? Yeah, that's what they're finding out too. Mm. Because of their that's disturbing. Yeah. I mean there's like a whole floor of nurses that are quarantined right now. You know, it, it, it's All, it, it's it's just like and not to cut you off, but it's just yeah. like the it's just like the firemen and women who everybody else runs out of buildings, runs away from burning buildings. And these are the frontline folks who run, run directly into, yeah, into yeah. Which is this is what she signed up for, man. Yeah, this, I know. I <clears throat> it messes with me though. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't I don't want I want I feel like I should be on the front lines, but I'm a comic, so I was on the front lines for a little bit, shaking hands with all these Muppets at these clubs. But now I'm chicken winging you. And if you try and make me shake your hand, we're not cool anymore. <laughs> I, the other night, got done with my last comedy show in North Hollywood at the Ha Ha. Closed out the show. And I came home. And I was walking from my garage into my backyard. And there was an object. I don't know what it was. It was tall tree high like power line high across the street from my backyard. And I look up and I see this like lightly, faintly white and blue orb type shape. I don't really, that's all I can really say. And it was looking at something else. Its attention was focused on something else. And when I saw it and looked at it and noticed it, it noticed me. And seriously, I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't like a spotlight. but It, it, it wasn't a drone or anything like it that. It was not a drone. I, my buddy flies drones at, for, for commercials and for real estate agents and, and for weddings and for everything. You're and familiar with what I'm that familiar would look like. I'm familiar with what a drone would look like. Right. And this was not a drone. And it was so close, like I said, like power line high across the street. It's not far from me. Whatever it was, when I noticed it, it was observing something else, and its attention shifted to me. Mm. And I'm looking at it, and I'm completely stopped in my tracks trying to figure out what this thing is. Got my hand on my phone, but I don't want, but, but whatever I'm looking at knows that I'm looking at it. It's aware of me. So I don't want to take my eyes off of it. So I, I put my hand in my pocket and grabbed my phone, but I didn't, I couldn't. You know what I mean? I couldn't take, I wasn't going to take my eyes off of it to try and take video. So I'm just watching this thing. It looks at me for like 10 seconds. And then all of a sudden it starts to rise slowly. And as I'm watching it rise, I realize whatever this is, is inside of a larger vessel because it, so, cause as it's going up, you could see it looked like 
an, an invisible tube, like it was an elevator, like a clear elevator. And whatever it was going up in was going into a larger structure. And all of a sudden I look up and the low hanging clouds from the rain and stuff, there was a shape that I would say was about the size of a cruise ship up in the clouds. And whatever the thing that was observing me went into that thing, that vessel. And when it moved, the clouds moved slightly. And then all of a sudden it was gone. But whatever I saw was like human size. And it was right there, a power line high across the street. And it was observing me, and then it went up, and I was so in shock that I took a note, because <coughs> what came out of my oh. mouth, audibly, by myself in my backyard, I went, I couldn't control it, I don't know, but this is the dumb <laughs> shit that I said, I go, <clears throat> uh, I hope I hope I was worth watching, <laughs> be, be nice, what? yeah, hope I was worth watching, be nice, that's what I said. When I possibly saw a UFO, I don't know what I don't know what the hell I saw, but but I told my wife about it the next day. I took a note immediately, and every single person I've told it to now thinks that I was really high and drunk. And had you taken <clears throat> any drugs at that point? Okay, Daddy might have taken a part of some cannabis in the garage before okay. he was headed into the house, but any, I've never been any alcohol. Yeah, I'd been yeah. So you took drugs and you were, but I wasn't. Alcohol. I wasn't, dude. It wasn't even twelve thirty at night. I wasn't. I wasn't lit at all. I was just mellow. I don't. By the way. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a dad. I don't get white girl wasted. You know what I mean? I'm a dad, man. I don't, I don't get white girl wasted. Like, no matter how much I'm hanging out, I'm never like, what's up, guys? Let's <laughs> get plowed, bro. No, it's not me, man. I don't get white girl wasted. I have a high... T matter of fact, people give me shit about drinking because i'm a farm boy from kansas that we yeah. know how to drink so like everybody actually will look at me like everybody will be like kind of like slumped like over like or the people are hammered and everybody's looking at me and i'm like i'm good and everybody goes don't you think you should be worried about yourself everybody else is way fucked up i go no uh so i'm supposed to feel bad that i can tolerate alcohol I was like, nobody ever has to take care of me. That's another trick of the trade as a comedian. If you're a mm. successful comedian, you can't you can't ever put yourself in a situation where you're vulnerable to other people to take care of you. Because you're riding by yourself a lot as a comic. So you can't right. you can't get fucked up and think somebody's supposed to watch out for you. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta you gotta maintain yourself. You know what I mean? So I don't know, I don't get I don't get white girl wasted. You've seen You've seen an object, yeah, as big as a cruise ship. Yes. Let's not let's not let's not glaze over that. No, I know, but it that's looked like. That's but that's another thing is whatever it was, I could just see briefly as whatever object I was looking at when it went in up and inside of the other object, I briefly could just see an outline of how big mm. the object was. It looked like it was cloaked. It looked like it was cloaked like with like a whatever, like a what I guess would be like 
a stealth fire, like an invisibility cloak or something. Right. I could just see the outline of how big whatever this object was. It was very much trippy. And uh, I am brushing it off as if it's nothing. And I'm doing that for myself because I don't, I really, I wouldn't be surprised if the aliens were watching. I mean, you kind of got to be kind of, I mean, honestly, with as big as the universe I mean, known universe. You, so is. you called me. So yeah, I did. You, I called to tell like, you about it. My you, wife actually was like, "You, why are you telling people? People are going to think you're nuts." And now I'm putting it on my radio show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, if you, but if you think about it though, Brett, it's like, look how big the universe is. And I said the same thing. Yeah, you, to you can't be like we would be naive if we thought that we were the only people in the universe. Right. We were the only creatures, living things, intelligent beings. Yeah, I don't in believe the we are. I don't believe we are. I also watch Ancient Aliens and all that stuff. I do too, actually. Yeah. I love that show. Uh, man, what's his name? Bronston? What's his well, The name? guy with crazy hair? The rapper. The white guy rapper. Action Bronson. Action, Action Bronson. That's that lucky SOB. That dude got his own television show, Getting High with His Boys and Watching Ancient Aliens. That's their show. <laughs> Good on Good on. For him. real, dude. Like, these people that beat me to the best ideas, <laughs> man. Gosh. Just getting high with your boys and watching Ancient Aliens is your television show? All right. <laughs> I never got to go, but I did meet the guy that works with... I met a guy that works with Be Real from Cypress Hill. Yep. Yep. And Part be, of the Dash fam. Oh yeah, yep. That's dope. Yep. I'm I'm learning new stuff all the time. Anyway, I was supposed to go do his uh, cannabis cooking show, or whatever. There's also a cannabis chef where you're sitting there and you eat. Anyway, I never <laughs> did it yet. I'm not cool. That's another thing. <clears throat> the only reason I'm not like a big cannabis guy is because I'm not cool. <clears throat> like I'm not cool. <laughs> I'm not cool. Like, can like cannabis is something I got to do like by myself late at night. In my backyard, I like uh -uh, I can't be like, what up, y'all? Like hit the blunt and hang out with a bunch. Of, I can't do that. I'll because I'll, all that'll happen is I'll be like, am I talking too much? I'm talking too much. Right now. I'm sorry. You know what? I, I am I interrupting your guys' conversation? I, you know what? I'll just leave. I'll just head out. I'll leave. Sorry. Like that's what I turn into. Yeah, it cracks me up, man. It's not funny. No, this that it's funny. Well, Q's been making fun of me. I always make fun of you because like you're a. Dude, you're I'm a, a confident dude. You, you've headlined some of the top-notch comedy clubs, clubs in the world. Yeah. In the world, and then you come off stage. You're like, uh, "Did I do all right?" Like, I mean, bro. it was good, right? It was kind of good. It was, it was okay, wasn't it? It's always made my friend. It's always it's like it makes it weird for me to like get along with people in the industry because they kind of think, "Okay, this dude's playing now. This dude's doing this faux humble mm -hmm. bullshit." Yeah, like I can, you know, like the singing stuff. I'll get that thing. I'll be like, oh, I mean, I think that kind of went good. And people are like, you know, kiss my, you know, kiss my ass, Brett. <laughs> like all the chicks are going nuts because I just got done singing and shit. And I'm like, oh, I think it went pretty good. Oh, but that's just you, though, man. Like it's. I don't know. It's just a. It's a. It's a thing that I do. I second guess myself. Like I said, smart people second guess themselves. Idiots are super confident all the time. Dumb people are right. Smart people question whether they're right. Crazy. Sorry, I needed some water. Um, okay, so current events. Current events. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I am ready for some current events. Okay. Uh, here we go. Um, 
Americans could get a check for $1,000 or more in the coming weeks as, as political leaders uh, coalesce around a dramatic plan to try to prevent a worse recession and protect people from going bankrupt. Idea took off uh, Monday when Senator Mitt Romney of Utah called for every American adult to receive a $1,000 check immediately to help tide people over until the government aid can arrive. It's dumb as fuck, and that guy believes in magic underwear. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Are you referring to Mitt Romney? LDL, LDS? Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, I'm referring. I am totally. Um, oh, anyway, man. sorry. That guy believes in magic underwear. Fuck that guy. Uh, by the way, giving a thousand dollars to everybody wouldn't do shit. It'd be like the same as Bloomberg's vanity campaign, where mm. that dipshit could have spent five hundred million dollars on something useful, but instead it was a big vanity campaign. So this little. Muppet could put a bunch of fucking commercials out about himself. A thousand dollars to everybody wouldn't do shit. You know what would do some shit? Make it to where they can't fucking evict anybody. Well, I mean that that being said, no, literally not just for a couple months until it blows over. Mm. Make it the law that people can get back on their feet after this is over. Right. Not 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 just some some little bullshit like some little. That's see that's like a putting a pebble but, on the dam. Yeah. You know what I mean? With $1,000 to everybody. That's just dumb as shit. It's got to be more thought out. It's got to be more intelligent than that. The thing is, we need to quit protecting the companies and the lenders and the banks and all that shit. They need to sign some bills that make it to where that lenders can't take people's shit. They can't evict them. Mm. Uh, they can't turn off everybody's Wi-Fi. They can't turn off people's cell phones. They can't you know what I mean? That do that. Can't shut the utilities off. Right. Can't cancel. You're 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 lucky enough to be a corporation in America and you've been able to make this much money this long. All right. Guess what? Your country needs you now. Let's not fuck over our citizens. That's what it needs to be. Giving everybody a thousand dollars is just a it's just a it's just an act of stupidity. It is just is, like these douchebags putting one point five trillion dollars yeah. injecting it into the stock market. Which basically lasted 20 minutes. That's right, folks. This is real, not make believe. They shit off $1.5 trillion in 20 minutes to try and save the stock market, and that only stemmed the tide for 20 minutes and it crashed again. So every time your uncle, your dad, your granddad, any of your, your boss, any of your coworkers that watch Fox News that tell you that Bernie's a socialist and da 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 remind those stupid fucking idiots that the goddamn government shit off $1.5 trillion to try and save the stock market, which lets you know right then and there what they care about. It's the bottom line. And guess what? America is for the people. By the people. Let's stop calling these pieces of shit our leaders. Donald Trump is our fucking employee. employee. Exactly. I'm sick of that shit. You should tell people how you really feel, bro. Trump should have to fucking debate citizens all day long instead of being on Twitter. A little fucker should have to FaceTime actual citizens all day long and explain why he does the stupid fucking shit that he does. He could have sat on his golden toilets in his stupid-ass casinos and his bullshit, gaudy, shitty buildings and lived his life out doing whatever the hell he wanted. But this stupid fuck's ego made him run for president, and it's time for us to remind him 
and all these fuckers in the Congress and the (laughs) House and Senate that you are a public servant. You work for me, bitch. You aren't a leader of shit. I'm tired of it. Oh, my leader. But I look at the Honorable Mitch McConnell from Kentucky. Uh, Mitch went on a three-day weekend. Every time he goes outside, he should have fucking tomatoes thrown at him. He's stupid turtle-looking prick. I think that there is a correlation between you seeing the UFO. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that just put things into perspective for you. You're coming off, bro. Yeah, me talking shit about Trump. You're like, you're like going, you're going at it. Well, maybe I was being monitored. I could probably have been monitored by the government. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen a government drone. There's a good, there's a good possibility that somebody's okay. keeping tabs on the guy that's going. They're not our leaders. They're our public servants. <laughs> okay, I got, I got another. I don't story. want to disappear. So anyway, you're doing a great job, Donnie. Keep, 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 keep it pushing. Come on, Mitch. Let's find some bipartisan stuff to agree on and get these bills passed. <laughs> I was just joking. Okay, I got another. I got another story. Current yeah. event. Okay. Ready? San Francisco is going the way of Italy uh, with the coronavirus safety measures. The mayor's instituting around-the-clock curfew, banning almost everyone from leaving their homes. Mayor London Breed announced uh, what she calls a defining moment in U.S. response to the pandemic, beginning at at midnight. So that was uh, just just hours ago. Literally, uh, they are asking that every uh, six Bay Area counties are telling residents to shelter in place, meaning unless you go, uh, your work falls under the list of essential businesses, you've been ordered to stay at home. Yeah. Yes. They're the first. It's L.A., but L- so L.A. right now is just recommending that people not go out. And they, yeah, you know, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of like those lines in, in, the, in the road. They're merely for suggestion only. Right, and the, and the restaurants are doing takeout by recommendation. But they're not trying to not have in-house seating and stuff. And the bar have the bars closed yet? Or uh, the, okay, the, good. the bars the bars have have closed. Um, nah, but it's still optional. I heard that. I heard that City Walk at Universal shut down right before I came. Well, to well, the studio. well, well, restaurants. But the restaurants that are individually to open are allowed to stay open. The, uh, yeah. To, they, they are they suggesting get to decide to, to go uh, food to go. Gyms are being shut down. Uh, theaters, entertainment yeah. venues, bowling alleys shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's happening in in L.A. And our mayor said, hey, "You know what? We're not going to uh, enforce parking tickets." Yay! Yeah, nice. Don't enforce parking tickets. Let's give everybody a thousand dollars so they'll think we're nice for a minute. <laughs> Dickhead, come with a real plan, man. Yeah, I'm so. I guess I have to run when I. I'm a, I, <laughs> like in seven years, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna need your vote in eight years. That's right. I'm Brett Riley. I'm <laughs> running for something. I don't know what position actually looks, you know, comfortable enough for myself and my family to where I won't be too beholden to you people out there. But uh, I would love to serve you and try real hard to. Uh, be the best I can. You got my vote. I'll oh, be laughing. Thanks, I know man. that. I know that for sure. Yeah, I'll just try real hard, and <laughs> and, uh, and I definitely won't be giving everybody a thousand dollars. I'll actually tell companies not to shut people's shit off. That's what I'll do. Anyway, uh, this is I like some of you with Brett Riley, where honesty is the best policy on Dash Radio Dash Talk X. 
my feelings for you You bring out the best in me Moments so true Every time I'm here with you Reminds me of destiny Honestly, I've fallen for you It feels like Heaven ascended to check on our love with thrills like there's nothing on earth that could separate us tell me do you feel the same way too I like some of you with Brett Riley, where honesty is the best policy. Welcome back to I Like Some of You with Brett Riley on Dash Radio, Dash Talk X. And this is a this is a segment that we're about to go into that I just want to reiterate. I am not an expert. I'm not. I'm not an expert on anything, actually. I well, I think I'm I think I'm pretty I, I like to think of myself as a skilled communicator. That's it. Not the best communicator, just a skilled communicator. But this next segment is where we take a letter from people. It's kind of a Dear Brett letter. And the only reason we started doing this is I, my wife and I are celebrating 15 years. Wow, congrats, man. Yeah, 15 years on April 7th that we've been together. Two babies. I'm a stay-at-home dad, so I have a, so I have seven years of being an actual parent. Um, and... I have 15 years of loving one person mm. and being faithful and loyal and happy to one person. So, therefore, a lot of my friends and a lot of people I come across with usually ask me questions or come to me sometimes for not even advice, just just my just my thoughts on stuff because they say that it makes them feel better. So, we decided to do it on the show. <coughs> Hopefully yeah. it makes you feel better. Again, not an expert. But all I have in my life for my resume is my experience. You ready? Yeah. Dear Brett, my wife is an amazing woman who owns her own company, raises two kids from a previous marriage, is gorgeous and kind. Here's the thing. My beautiful wife is a proud Oakland, California native. Whenever we go out, she curses like a sailor. So much to the point that I can often see others making faces at how she talks to me and the kids. Years ago, I would have never been with a woman like this, but I've realized that her words may be harsh. Her words may be harsh, but her heart is huge. Now, I find myself avoiding places and people, not because I'm embarrassed of her, but because I don't want to whoop anyone's ass if they make her feel bad. Am I wrong? What's your take? Sincerely, loving that L.A. face with the Oakland booty. Loving that L.A. face with that Oakland booty. Okay, so you got to... Okay, so this this is a, you got a strong, strong woman, strong minded. He, he got him a hood chick. He got him a hood chick. He got him a okay. Well, you got you. Okay, that's a. Hmm. I will admit, when my wife and I were first dating, it only took a couple. It only took a couple whiskey drinks to have my wife. My wife almost got me into a fight with a football team. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. My wife almost got me into a fight with a football team. Uh, and the dude came up and did the pump fake thing. Yeah. 
You know, like, okay, you know that clip where Matt Barnes yeah. acts, uh, like, Kobe. He's, yeah, acts yep. like he's going to throw the ball at Kobe's face and Kobe doesn't flinch? Yeah. That's the only reason I avoided the fight. This dude did a pump fake punch and I didn't flinch. And the only reason I didn't flinch was because I was hammered. <laughs> it wasn't because I'm tough. It was because I'm fucking hammered. This Co- Kobe was absolutely tough. Recipes. Yeah, Kobe was tough. Yeah. But <clears throat> I didn't flinch because my reflexes were slow. And But that's how I avoided the fight, though. But my wife was talking shit to a, a, a bunch of like big lineman football what, was players. Was she drunk? In South Dakota. Yeah. She was yeah, drunk. We were, we, we were first dating. Okay. She was also like 22. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, so you got to talk about that, though, with your girl. You got to be honest with her. Like, let her know. It doesn't sound like he has a problem with it. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're cool with it, you're cool. <sighs> I don't know, man, though. The cursing all and being loud enough to where other people are making faces in a restaurant, I will admit that. I mean, I also, I don't know, man. I trip out when my wife do, does this bullshit when we're walking down the street and somebody's smoking a cigarette and she goes, <laughs> I'm like, don't fucking Does she do, do that? that? Yeah, I was like, don't do that. We walked by them. They didn't walk over and blow smoke on us. You right. shit. Stop it. <laughs> God, I hate stuff like... Yeah, just little... You know, so I'll admit... I can see what he's talking about, though. Wait, okay, so what's really the question, though? Um, Is that he's like... He, he says, uh, now I find myself avoiding places and people, not because I'm embarrassed of her, but because I don't want to whoop anyone's ass if they make her feel bad. Am I wrong? What's your take? No, that's probably... No, so he's already taken he's already taken the steps to you know what I mean? Yeah, that's probably good if you know that you're yeah. So you guys avoid those kind of situations because Yeah, that's fine. Sounds like she's the kind of woman you should take on hikes. And long <laughs> <laughs> on hikes and long walks at the beach alone. <laughs> Because she's gonna say some crazy shit for us in a restaurant. You're, you're a probably bar. looking forward to this lockdown. Oh um, yeah, this dude's probably like, uh, yeah. Wh- so while you guys are in the lockdown, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll have a conversation about how uh, how other people might perceive somebody with such a strong personality. Yeah, my I've had to tell my. Sometimes have you, ever, you have you ever way, had to tell? Yeah, dude. Sometimes women don't understand. Sometimes women don't understand. You're about to get. I know I'm gonna get in, get in trouble. Whatever. Right I know I'm gonna get in trouble. No, finish this, man, I have to finish it. I gotta though. laugh. Sometimes women don't understand their privileged position in society when they're being loud and they're being bold and they're being a little. They're being a little outside the box. Women, I, I just feel in my experience, I feel like the modern woman doesn't quite realize this the place of privilege. That you have, that you are sitting in as a woman, that you can get all loud and sassy talking and bullshitting and stuff. I don't, I don't think women quite realize the position of privilege that you sit in just to be. Uh, oh, you! Oh, I'm pretty. I can talk shit. I can go. What are you talking about, motherfucker? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay, that's a privileged position. Because if I walked in, I was like, "What's up, bitches? How the fuck is everybody?" Right. People would be like, "Uh, Brett, uh, can I talk to you outside?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just. Hey, let me holler at you. Hey, uh, let me holler at you, partner. Uh, cause uh, we ain't really cool with you talking like that, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, it's a privileged position to sit in. As a woman to, you know, kind of be a shit-talking 
woman you know what i mean that's yeah. why it's but that's also why it's viewed the way that it's viewed is dudes are literally like if this little chick doesn't what the are you kidding and you me you got you got to stand up for him yeah you have to you have and then if that's your girl i've told my girl many times what the, like like i like i told you she almost got me after that incident where she almost got me beat up by the football team i literally just looked at her i was like yo <clears throat> you're on your own if you do that <laughs> if you do that to me again I'm not getting my ass. I'm not getting. I'm not getting beat up because you couldn't hold your tongue. You know right. what I mean? I'm not doing that. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because, in all truth, even if she was wrong, but that's why we're dumb. That's why we're dumb creatures as men. Because even if she was wrong, I'd be like, "Well, okay, I guess I gotta get my ass whooped by this guy." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just one beating. It's just one. It's just one beating. Baby, go to the car. Wait for me at the car. Babe, go to the car. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight for your honor. <laughs> Babe, go wait in the car. I've got to fight for your honor again because you couldn't shut the fuck up in a Denny's. All right. God damn it! It's the fourth time this week I've got my ass handed to me in a fucking IHOP. Jesus. I love the Grand Slam, but I'm, they they have uncomfortable pavement. Jesus. It's just not that. It's, it's just, just not worth it. I broke my goddamn right orbital bone last week. Got my eye hanging out of my fucking head, and you can't shut the fuck up still. Jesus. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no. Man, it, do you hey, but own it, bro. Yeah. Like yep. if that's what if that's you, you know, if that's the woman you're into, that's what you're into. You kind of you you know, you buy you buy into it, things happen. That, but yeah, I could. I'll admit, I can't do it. That's why I've found me a soft-spoken Iowa girl. Yep. Just be like, yeah. When we go to bars and stuff, she talks so quiet that the bartenders, the bartender, you know, the music's playing, boom, 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 and the music playing stuff wherever in a place like that. My wife will be like, "Can I have a? Can I have a?" <laughs> right. And yeah. the bartender will be like, "What was that, sweetheart? Can I have a? I would like." And the dude seriously will ask like twice, and then he'll be like, "All right, fuck this shit." Hey, bro, what she want, man? What she want? He'll, he'll just ask. He'll you. just ask me. Right. He'll be like, "Hey, bro, what she want?" I'm not trying to be rude, but I can't understand. She's not talking loud enough, bro. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, "I know," and that's why I love her, man. There it is. She's quiet. Nice save, bro. She's a shit talker though. She can talk shit, but it's not loud. Right. This the guy's obviously got a loud like an Oakland chick, L.A. face with an Oakland booty, an Oakland chick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's. That's a different breed. She'll get hyphy on you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, knows all of Mac Dre's songs. You know what I mean? Brother brother, brother Lynch hung, right? Wait, what else is out of the... <laughs> what is that, right? Was that a good reference or does that make that I think that so. A... I think, no, that's your Brother you're Lynch right. hung, yeah. Mac Dre. Mac Dre. E-40. Oh yeah, she from that soil Dude. that the mother rappers be getting that lingo Ooh, from. Yeah. Choices. <laughs> yep. 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 Shout out to Polly Boy. Yep. All right. Uh, this has been a fun episode. I enjoyed myself. Right. I'm glad that you got all this stupid shit out of my man, system. Yo, I, I'm glad you told everybody about what you saw. Dude. Man. Okay. So the UFO thing. I don't want you guys to think I'm a nut. 
case because I saw something. It's not like all of a sudden I'm going to be like studying about UFOs and conspiracies and stuff. But if they come back and they actually decide to talk to me next time, I'll tell you guys. <laughs> all right. My name is Brett Riley. This is I Like Some of You with Brett Riley on Dash Radio Dash Talk X.